When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, friends. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Spice Chaos. It's a Monday sode. It is. It is a regular sized sode. And it's just the two of us. That's right. (laughs) It is just the two of us. And um, we're coming down off of that, you know, holiday high. Oh, thank goodness. Um, I'm so glad it's done. (laughs) So, so yeah, um, before we get into that, um, yeah, over there is Caitlin from Creating in Chaos. And over there is Leanne from Spice Plans. So now y'all know who we are. So now we're going to tell you all about our Christmas. Yes. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I feel like I barely got it together this year. I kind of feel like that too. Like our tree was outside. It was, you know, it was a tree. I legit never put lights on that thing. <laughs> you just said... You actually just said the words, it was a tree. It was just a tree. It was just like, <laughs> just a tree. nothing else. No star, no lights, no ornaments. Okay, no. okay. So we didn't have, we did not have, we had lights. Uh-huh. And we had ornaments, but they were not ornaments that meant anything to us. It was just a box of ornaments from my mom. Because I was like, I can't find our Christmas ornaments. And she said, well, here's some. Mm-hmm. So the kids just put whatever on the tree wherever they wanted. And <laughs> I mean, it was the saddest Christmas tree I think we've ever had, but we built Same. it together from the ground up. Well, that's good. That's, that's a happy tree. Yeah. So the kids loved it. They were like, this tree is so awesome because they saw like the whole thing come together. Yeah. And I'm looking at it like I'm the worst mother. This is the saddest <laughs> Christmas. This is the most pathetic looking tree. These poor children. <laughs> Same. I was like, my kids don't even get lights on their tree. Like, <laughs> And then the night before Christmas, I didn't put any decorations up, not one decoration. And then my kids are like, but are you going to at least get the stockings out? So the night before Christmas on Christmas Eve, I'm downstairs in my closet under the stairs rummaging through my Christmas dish trying to remember where I put the stockings. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you have anything? Did you have stuff to put in the stockings? Oh, yeah. Like, I have had the gifts since, like, the beginning of December. Like, that was good to go. I I am not one to skimp on gifts. So that was set. But I just did not have the motivation or the Christmas spirit or something to, like, get my butt in gear to decorate my house. Like, I don't know what the heck was wrong with me this year. Well, uh, it's just, it's been a weird year because I didn't put up not one decoration other than that tree. 
Yeah, and like we did this neighborhood parade for for the kids, uh, like a socially distanced thing, like we did for Halloween, where they all put on their cute Christmas jammies and walked around the neighborhood. And so I'm walking around the neighborhood looking at everybody else's house, and I'm like, I am disgraceful. I am a disgrace to this neighborhood. I do not. Yeah. Belong. <laughs> Seriously, I felt that way too. And my neighborhood is not super fancy. And, you know, the people in my neighborhood, I feel like Same. they basically just put up lights willy nilly. Okay? okay. Just however yeah. they want. Like, there's no like sophisticated light displays. It's just. Our neighborhood has a lot of inflatables. <laughs> Yes, tons of inflatables. Like, I mean, I'm talking inflatables on the roof. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, it's just, it is not, I I don't want to, I love, y'all know I don't know my neighbors, but I like them because they leave me alone. That's why I like them. Exactly. And they can put whatever tacky stuff they want to out in their yard. But as I was driving through the neighborhood last night, Christmas night, I was driving through the neighborhood and everyone's homes were all lit up. And then there's mine, the Scrooge house that has not one light. Yep. It is closed up like a, like a gone out of business mental (laughs) institution. I mean, (laughs) my house is like dark. Like you can't even tell that there's a house there when it's nighttime. I know. And everybody else's houses are all lit up and I just feel so bad. But it's fine because my children had the most beautiful, wonderful Christmas. Same. Yeah. And my kids' eyes were like popping out of their heads on Christmas morning and they were so happy. So that's all that matters. And we did end up going to see my parents. So they got to have a little visit with the kids, too. It was all outside. Everybody wore masks. Don't come for me. Um, (laughs) And I don't know. It was fine. It was fine. I do feel slightly guilty that I actually enjoy this, like, more low-key Christmas. I don't know. Like, I I feel like everyone is like, I'm so sad that I can't be with my family. And I'm like, just let me be by myself with my kids. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, this was a different year for me, too, because Andy and I were not together. Mm-hmm. So we did Christmas Eve with my parents and the children. So it was me and both children and my mom and dad. Mm-hmm. And that's when I got to have the turkey, the stuffing, the jelly cranberry sauce. It was basically the Thanksgiving meal, but on Christmas Eve. Perfect. The Thanksgiving because, meal you didn't have. Yes, because we kind of missed out a little bit on the Thanksgiving meal back at Thanksgiving. So my dad requested a turkey. Mm-hmm. So mom got a turkey and did a turkey for Christmas and we had this huge meal and this delicious dessert. And then my kids like opened up all their presents for my parents. And, um, I gave my mom an Aaron Condren planner, a softbound a five Aaron Condren planner. Um, this is the second time I've given her that. And the one that she had last year, she has used it every single day. So oh. yes, my mom is not a planner girl. But, but she, she likes ha- to be organized. Yes, but she has a planner and she writes uh-huh. in it. So she's normal. Right. So she, like, writes people's birthdays and, like, her lists maybe or something. Yes. Or, uh-huh. like, actually appointments. Like appointments. Someone- <laughs> yes. And, um, you know. Not when somebody she- making up appointments to make a cute spread. like a- Right. Right. She doesn't put anything in there for her after the pen. Yeah. Okay. You know, she, like, she really does just write stuff in there. She doesn't ever it's use any stickers. Or- yes. Pen only. And um, when I gave it to her, she opened it and she said, good. She said, now I know that my pens from this year will work in this planner because I've, you know how when you get a new planner and you like try out your pens and sometimes it smears or the paper is different or whatever. Uh She was relieved to have that same paper for a second year in a row because she knows which pens she likes. Right. 
And I was like, you have planner girl in there somewhere. <laughs> right. Like she likes pens and paper and she knows yeah. what kind of paper she likes. Yes. I'm like, they're inside of you somewhere. It's just an Instagrammer waiting to get out. <laughs> Could you imagine trying to teach your mom how to use Instagram? <laughs> yes. Like, okay, so here's how you edit the photo. And then here's how you hashtag things. And... No, I feel like that would be like a year long course that I have not signed up for. No. Oh my gosh. Okay. So, and listen to this. My dad, speaking of Christmas, uh-huh. my dad got a new phone. Something happened Ooh. to his, his old phone. So, um, and now he was like you, my parents had like iPhone 6S or whatever. <laughs> You're such a hater. I can't stand you. <laughs> um, my mom still has a 6S plus, like she yeah. still has that phone and she okay. needs a new phone desperately. But my dad's finally just bit the dust. Like he dropped it one too many times. The man can't keep the phone in his hand. <laughs> That's me so, too. We're over there on Christmas Eve and he's showing me his new phone and telling me all the problems with it. Oh no. And I realized that what he has done is he bought a new phone Uh and when you buy a new iPhone, it asks you this question. Do you want to set up this phone as a new phone or do you want to restore from a backup? Uh Uh-huh. Do you remember this when you got your new phone, this question? Oh, yeah. I, I know all this. I'm a little tech savvy. I do, I do know these things. I might okay. live with old phones, but I do know these things. Okay, so he set the iPhone up as a new iPhone. <laughs> so it had none of his stuff on there. So he's like, where are my apps? Why am I having to log into things that I never had to log into before? Like, he's so confused. And um, I'm like, no, you need to reset the whole phone and then restore from a backup. Yes. (laughs) And he was like, well, let's do that. And I said, okay, well, we'll do it after dinner. That man waited until it was time for me and the kids to walk out the door to say, can we do this on my phone real fast? And I'm like, we cannot. Oh my gosh. My parents do that to me all the time. I was like, this is going to take like an hour for us to do. So you're going to have to wait until Christmas is over and I will call you and walk you through it. Yes. But I mean, just y'all, I digress. Family is right. exhausting. It's true. And the parents of the millennial generation, I'm sure it's the same for all of them. But it's like trying to, and this is not meant to be mean if you are a parent of a millennial child, but it's like trying to train a dinosaur how to use technology. Like, no joke. There, It, it feels so much harder to train my parents to use technology than literally anybody else. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, Don't I mean, get it. I don't, I don't understand. And it's like, when I look at my phone, Mm -hmm. my phone makes sense to me. Yeah, exactly. And it's not that hard. Like, I feel like it's pretty user friendly. Yes. If there's ever anything about your phone that you're aggravated by that you're wondering if I can change it, just go to settings and look around. Exactly. You know, I mean, you can go into the settings of almost every app. I mean, like there's, it's just, I, I, I'm, I'm baffled by you know, and it was so cute for him to say, okay, let's do this now. And I'm like, dude, I got my bag on my back. Like, I can't reset your phone. And, and like, no. Right. Um, <laughs> and, and I feel bad because, like, I want for my parents to be connected. Right. Exactly. It, yes. It is very important to me that my parents get and receive and send. And I want for them to be tech savvy. Yes. Um, so I'm trying to teach them. And um, let's just say Christmas Eve or whatever holiday you're attending is not the time for tech situations like that's just Mm -hmm. not you know and I I feel like though that that is something that happens all the time every holiday my parents are like the 
computer is broken. My phone is doing this. The computer won't open this. And I'm like, I am not tech support. Like, call the genius bar or something. Like, come on. Um. Yeah, I know. And it's like, you you get you get um you know around all of these older folks and then they see you and they're like hey help me with my phone and i'm like this is not a christmas task i know it's like you have a beacon like tech support has arrived (laughs) (laughs) this is not a christmas task can we do this at another time right and Um, as you're trying to chase your children and then like make their plates and whatever else you're trying to do at the holiday they're like oh hey can you come in the back and look at my printer it's like yeah i'm here to like have a mellow holiday and i'm doing about five other things right now hey you know about technology can you set up my router while you're here no i cannot do that <laughs> you're gonna oh, need no. cast on that one yeah but I do um you know we had a lovely lovely Christmas Eve with my parents and then Andy came over to the house um to do Christmas Eve like setting up the kids Christmas morning experience mm-hmm. and um and he spent the night y'all he slept on the couch and oh, he slept um, on the couch okay and all I right slept upstairs in my bed Mm-hmm. And um, there was no funny business. Was it um, weird? It was not. I thought it was going to be. But when he got there, it felt very normal. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we opened up all the Amazon boxes because I didn't even look. It was Christmas Eve at nine o'clock before I opened up any of my shipments. Right. OK. <laughs> like the Amazon boxes and the Target.com boxes were just accumulating by the front door. Right. So he walks in and once we put the kids to bed, he looks at the pile of boxes and says, so this is what we have to do tonight. (laughs) As if he doesn't know you from the last like 20 years. Like normally I, I wrap things. Normally I have things hidden places, but Uh this year I had stuff in the dining room. I had stuff hiding in the garage. I had stuff at the front door. I mean, he was like, and it's not like you could tell him that you haven't been home lately. You know? (laughs) Well, no, I can't, I can't say, um, every other week I'm gone. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm a little busy. <laughs> every other week I'm never here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I only live in this house when the children are here. Yeah. Um, this is the children's home. Yes. I, I babysit the children here at this house. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm their mom. And I I've been together Christmas. There would have been no Christmas without me. Right, exactly. For real. I know. Okay, so Brian's sister called my sister-in-law, his middle sister. He's actually got three sisters. Lucky me. Um, And actually, that's not true. I love them all. I love his sisters very much. But so his middle sister called and she was like, so did you get the kids anything for Christmas? And he goes, no, but Caitlin did. (laughs) I was like, that is the kind of acknowledgement that we need around here. (laughs) Yes. Thank you for owning your inability to pick out a gift and letting Uh me have all of the credit. <laughs> yes, I know. So we got everything put out under the tree and we were like staring at our handiwork, you know? Uh-huh. And he looks over at me and he says, you did a really great job. Thank Aww. you. And, That's- you know, as sad as this sounds, what I wanted to say to him was, all right, next year you're up. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's nice to get a little bit of a break. Although the control freak in me is like, what? In the heavens, would the dads pick out? <laughs> what would well, they bring home? <laughs> you know what, though? I have faith in Andy because he's with the kids just as much as I am. And he oh. knows everything that they like. And he's very into what they're doing. So, you know, next year when he 
you know, when things are a little bit more officially separate, mm-hmm. um, you know, he'll be doing his own Christmas and I'll be doing my own Christmas. And this was, you know, it was nice for us to have what I believe to be the last time that we do Christmas Eve together, but it was nice and I wouldn't be opposed to doing it again. Yeah. And the, did the kids like it? Having yes, everybody the kids, there? Yes. The kids loved having everybody mm-hmm. home, everybody there on Christmas morning. And I loved having help opening up all the packages and, um, you know, because I got everything ready for Christmas Eve by myself. You know, I got mm-hmm. the kids dressed. I got, I got, I made the stuffing. Um, and, you know, just, I, I feel like it was nice to have somebody there to like, you know, pull the little items out of the blister packages. And yeah, I mean, you know how things go on Christmas morning when you have to open stuff right. and, mm-hmm. and um, like when you can't open it, maybe the dad has a knife in their pocket or something. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So, you know, it was nice to have, it was just really nice. That's what I will call it. It was lovely. Um, well, that's nice. I, I'm really happy that that went well for you. Our Christmas morning was very chill. Um, the big gifts of the year were that, okay, Delilah got uh, a whole bunch of planner stuff, which she wanted, and then, quote, ripped jeans. <laughs> so I, she really likes the jegging material. So I got her the rock stars from Old Navy and then two sweaters. And then she got a whole bunch of these, like, surprise ball things. And then Harrison, so every time he's outside working with Brian, he's into Brian's tools. He's trying to, like, steal them and, like, run away with them. And then it's a whole thing. So I got him his own real tool set, complete with, like, a working drill and everything. They're metal. They're, like, real tools. Wow. He is so excited to have stuff to work with Dad. And then what else? Oh, and he got monster trucks. And he got some of the surprise opening things that were, like, these dinosaurs inside and you like mm-hmm. open it up and it's all the pieces to the dinosaur and you build it and they're pretty cool. I, I think I did pretty good. So yeah. Um, do anything like crazy, big, extravagant. Nobody got like a giant box or anything, but they, the gifts that they got were things that they wanted and needed. So everybody oh, was happy. Awesome. Well, yeah. yeah. Some of, some of the stuff that my kids got, I feel like were necessities. Yeah. Like Daniel needed new headphones and he needed one of those little, like, dongle things that you can attach to the headphones so that it would work with his iPad. Um, because he had headphones that he was using for school, and then he broke them. Okay. Um, so he had been asking for new headphones that he could hook up to his iPad, too. Because Hannah has gotten to where she likes to watch her YouTube videos with headphones on. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Then she doesn't have to listen to everybody else talking in the background. Yeah, especially when she's in the car. Because she likes to listen yeah. to music on YouTube and she is not interested in listening to my music. Right. So, you know, I can see her in the review mirror, like rolling her eyes when I put on all my, you know, like she just, <laughs> so she, so she just puts her headphones on. So Daniel asked for that. So that was kind of a necessity. Um, they got suitcases. Oh yeah. I saw that in your picture. Those are awesome. Yes. They got these really cool, like hard suitcases that have lots of space in them. And the purpose of these suitcases is for them to streamline their going back and forth between me and their dad process. That's awesome. Yeah. And all they have to do is just whatever they want to bring with them to my house that week, they just put it in the suitcase. And they don't have to worry about clothes or toiletries. Like, we've got that handled at each individual house. Mm-hmm. So their suitcases are legitimately, like, just for their toys. For fun. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, so, um, and then what else? Um, oh, okay, so we, um, 
I came across this thing. It was probably on Facebook, you know, like how, mm-hmm. how I always buy things <laughs> off of Facebook. Yeah. Um, those the ads. World, yeah. Yes, those ads get me. The World Wildlife Federation. Okay. Um, for $55, you can, like, adopt a wild animal. Oh. And you get a certificate of adoption and, like, a mm-hmm. picture of your animal that you adopted and a stuffy, like a plush. Oh. So we adopted a kangaroo for Hannah mm-hmm. and um, an African elephant for Daniel. Oh, that's mm-hmm. awesome. That's such so, a great idea. Yeah, and it came with like a little bag that you could put it in and like a little envelope with like the certificate and the picture and all that stuff. So um, that was really fun and unexpected and not something that they asked for. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I felt like that it was kind of for a good cause. And totally. um, yeah, so I was really excited about that. That was a fun gift. And then, of course, Hannah got an American Girl doll because she gets yes. one every Christmas. Um, <laughs> yeah. And um, oh, and then, like, Daniel got a bunch of these things called Gujitsus. Okay. Do you know Gujitsu? I have no idea what that is. I'm actually, so we don't have cable TV, obviously. We just watch Netflix and stuff. So I don't get commercials basically ever. So okay, I so no I, I don't I don't know what these things are really. Um mm-hmm. like a lot of the toys that kids play with are based on cartoons. Uh-huh. And I don't know if Gujitsu is a cartoon or if it's just a toy that some toy company created. I don't know. Um <laughs> But his he's got a friend that has a bunch of these gujitsu things, and he asked for some for Christmas. So of course I blew it out the water and bought him like eight of them. Right. And um, <laughs> I mean, seriously, we kept opening Amazon boxes with gujitsus in it, and Andy kept looking at me like, "What? Why are we opening more of these? <laughs> why?" Um, <laughs> he was like, "Did you get them all?" And I was like, "I don't know who they are. I don't know who the characters are." You know, when Daniel was playing with Ninja Turtles, I knew which one was Donatello. There's, like, what, three of them? Four of them? Like, those are easy to follow. Well, I know, but, like, this, I don't know what this is. I just know that he has a friend who had some, and he asked for some, so he got some. And he was so excited about every single one of them. Like, he knew them individually already. (laughs) He's like, ooh, look, it's Rockjaw. And I'm like, who? Um... (laughs) Like, how do you oh, know these people? Goodness. So, um, yeah, he got a bunch of those, and um, he got some Legos, which I will not be involved in. Oh, my gosh. I have been holding out and not buying Legos for as long as possible because one time when I was a kid, I stepped on one of my brother's Legos, and it, like, ripped a hole in my foot. And so I'm like, traumatized, and I want no part of Legos. But Harrison really wants them. He's getting to that age. And so I think I'm going to have to break down next year. <laughs> No, I hate them. Um, oh, I, I, hate and them. I hate things with pieces because, I, and I tell my kids, anytime you leave something with a piece on the ground that I have to pick up, I'm not picking it up. I'm going to sweep it or I'm going to let the Roomba pick it up and it's going to be gone forever. Like, we're going to just throw it away piece by piece. Well, I don't think that mine are on to me yet with what I do uh-huh. because they will leave a little piece of something on the floor. Mm-hmm. And now, okay. Let's say, so Hannah got this um, American Girl-sized refrigerator kitchen set for her dolls. Mm-hmm. And it came with, like, 7,000 pieces, okay? 
I mean, a tiny little knife, a tiny little fork, you know, a glass for the doll to drink out of, you know, that stuff to make a hamburger. I mean, just like all just tiny, tiny, tiny little pieces. Uh huh. And if she left that sitting out and all the little pieces were surrounding it, I would not scoop them up and throw them away. Okay. But when they leave one Lego on the floor, I pick it up and throw it in the garbage. Yep. Bye. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if yes. I see if I see one Shopkin, one exactly. That's, you know, that's what just, I'm not like a whole pile of them. I'm not no. like sweeping up like a castle and like throwing it away. No, no, I'm not throwing away like their toys that they right. have left out playing with. But you know, when they have been told to clean up, yeah. and then they leave and go with Andy. And then I have the house to myself for a little while and I clean up the house. I just throw that stuff away. I'm sorry, but I don't know what to do with one random Lego. Where am I yeah, supposed to put exactly. that? Exactly. Well, and okay, here, here's my mean mother moment of last year. One time I told both kids to go in their room and pick it up because it was a disaster. Toys everywhere. And for t- over two days, they did not do it. So finally, I just went crazy mom and I grabbed trash bags and I literally went in that room picked up everything that was on the floor and threw it away. Their yeah. faces. I mean, I hate to be the mean mother and I hate to talk about that I was mean and but that they have never not cleaned their room again after that. It made a big impression. Well, seriously, I've done that before too. I've gone into the room with the trash bag and yep. I'll tell you what, Daniel gets his butt in gear when he sees me do that. Yeah, but, I know. And I'm not like, going to hide it in the garage and give it back to them later. I'm going to walk it outside at that minute and put it in the trash. But Hannah, Hannah digs in her heels and looks at me and she says, I don't care if you throw this stuff away. I'm not cleaning it up. Yep, that is actually both of my children. They um, got their stubbornness from their father. Fortunately, that's a positive quality. Just kidding. That they got from him. And it's like trying to deal with two very stubborn humans, which I love. And it's going to serve them well later. But right now, it's not working so well for them. No, no. But, you know, for her, it's there There have been times. There was one time that, I, that she really did dig her heels in and refused to clean up. Uh-huh. So I went through all the toys and separated out what was Daniel's from Hannah's mm-hmm. and put all of her stuff in trash bags. <laughs> oh, my God. And, and and it's not like they don't have, like, 20,000 other toys to play with. It's not like I scooped up every last toy that they were ever going to play with and threw it away. I just, right. No, I, I just scraped some everything. cream off the top. <laughs> yeah, just, just enough to scare them a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Um, so we do have a topic today, y'all. We do. Um, I know how a lot of times we make these episodes, just the two of us, and they seem, um, really disorganized and like have no talking. plan. Like we're just talking and that usually is what we're doing. But today we do have a plan. Yes. Um, so Caitlin, tell them about it. Cause it was your idea. Okay. So I've been watching a lot of these videos on YouTube about 2020 and review and people talking about everything that happened to them in 2020 and all of the events that have happened this year. And I was like, well, let's review our 2020. And so I went to the Google and I found these questions. And so Leanne and I are going to go back and forth and ask each other a few reflection questions about 2020 and then maybe even some like intro to 2021 questions. Yes. So that's what we're going to do for a little while. And we're just going to go back and forth, randomly picking questions from this list. And, um, you know, they are 
they're good questions. I'm really, yeah. really impressed that you found this list. So Yeah, that took it took about ten minutes on Google. No worries. Yeah, well, you know, when we decided together to do a year in review of twenty twenty, mm-hmm. my first thought was, Oh my gosh, I'm gonna have to do homework. <laughs> Well, and I had this whole plan. I was going to make categories and I was going to like recount the timeline of events that had happened in 2020 so that we could like discuss each thing. And then I was like, mm, no, we're not, not actually going to do that. Like that is a lot of work. Like way more yes. work than we put into this. Right. <laughs> I was like, I don't need to like, okay, so starting in January. Okay. So in January, yeah. Australia was on fire. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, no, that's not funny, but yes. No, it's not, but that's the way the year started. I know. You know, I mean, seriously, we should have known that that's the way the year was going to be. I mean, it started out with a continent on fire. Right. Um. So anyway, it just, it was, it's been a crazy year. So yeah, we're going to go back and forth on these um 2020 questions. Well, do you want to pick one first since this yeah, is your, do that. your baby? Okay. So you go first okay. and then I'll. Um, and we'll both answer the question, then I'll ask you one. Okay, let's see. Okay, so how about, ooh, this is a good one. Number 11, what did you learn about yourself? Um, okay, so I learned that I really can be alone. Okay, cool. Like, at my house. Mm-hmm. Like, it was really hard in May when Andy left and he had the kids during his weeks just to seriously be alone by myself. And, you know, Caitlin knows all the things that I have done to try to avoid being alone. Mm -hmm. And it's taken what, like eight months for me to figure out that, yes, I can sit in my house alone and be fine. And enjoy it even. Yes. Yes. So that is what I learned about myself. What about you? So I learned that I don't have to control every single little thing and that I can't control every little thing because I feel like that's kind of how my anxiety manifests itself. So I feel better if I'm like in control of the situation, but (laughs) 2020 has taught me nothing. It's that I cannot control really anything. So I've learned to go with the flow a little bit more. Of course, you know, I'm a planner and I like to know what's going on and plan like 10 years in advance, but... I've learned to be a little bit more flexible with things. And I've learned that like having other people home while I'm home. So namely my husband and my children is not something that's going to like, I used to be really afraid of it. And I used to think that like it was going to ruin my whole day and that if we didn't miss each other, we were going to fight all the time. But really like it's been, it's just been really nice to have them home. So I've learned those, those things this year. Wow. Well, you know, your answer there, actually, when I read through these questions, answered quite a few of them all the time. Oh, all right, all right. Um, So I'm going to pick, what new skills did you learn this year? Oh, new skills. What did I learn this year? I don't know that I really learned a new skill, per se. Like, I didn't take any classes or anything, although I started learning lettering. I wouldn't say that I've mastered that skill, but I've started learning some hand lettering this year. Okay. How about you? I will tell you from an outsider's perspective that um, you um, do a really, really nice job taking pictures of yourself in your chic soul clothes. Oh, well, that's very nice of you. Thank so, you. So I don't know if like being a clothing brand <laughs> ambassador 
was something that you, I don't know if that's a skill. Mm-hmm. Is that a skill to be able Maybe. to take a good picture of yourself? I think sure, so. Yeah. 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 A good so, mirror selfie. <laughs> yeah. I think, um, you know, so for you to say like, look at my chic soul scarf and take a cute picture of yourself like out by a barn or something is really like impressive like that's well that's very kind of you to say thank you yeah um they I think that the new skill that I learned this year was zoom I learned how to um zoom and teach my classes and Uh I wouldn't say that I've mastered the online teaching world because I haven't and I have been a little bit resistant to it too Uh But it is a skill that I had to pick up this year. I mean, what do we get? Two months of regular teaching and then the rest of the year was all (laughs) online. I know. And then my inbox was flooded with people like, help me. Help me. I had a virtual. Yeah. So, you know, I, um, that was definitely a, cause you already had that skill. We Um, had some of those skills, but we weren't using Zoom this year. So I also learned Zoom this year. Okay. Or we weren't using Zoom in previous years. Right. So that is something new. And I don't know if you could call that a skill either, but yeah. it is something that I didn't. And I know that we all learn Zoom. So y'all don't come into my DMs and be but smart with me. But it's different using it as a classroom than as like a yeah. fun planner meetup, you know. Or, you know, if you're using it for your job and you have your meetings over Zoom. I know that a lot of us had to learn how to use Zoom. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I'm I'm saying specifically as far as my teaching goes, like I learned how to have a virtual classroom. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So was that boring? That was boring. No, that was good. I think that's a great (laughs) answer. That's a a perfect answer. Okay. um, Let's see. What advice would you give to your last year self? Like if you were looking at yourself, like the ghost of Christmas past and looking at January Leanne, what would you give? What advice would you give to her before embarking on 2020? I would tell her to be patient. Uh Uh-huh. That just wait, that, you know, things are tough, but that, you know, if you will be patient, that good things are coming. Oh, I love that because I know the little behind the scenes answer to that. Yeah, you know, that like, yeah, there's going to be like a lot of pain and things are going to hurt and things are going to be weird and you're going to have to adjust to a lot of things. But if you're patient, then... And, you know, that's going to have to spill over into 2021 mm-hmm. because the plans that I have for 2021 are things that are going to take some time. Yes. You know, there's not going to be any instant gratification. Mm-hmm. And that was, I think, one of my one of my flaws in my person is that I do want instant gratification. Yeah. And, you know, when the world turned upside down at the end of May. I was like, I wanted for things to feel better immediately. Mm-hmm, me too. Yeah. It was the know, coronavirus like, and stuff. Yes. Like I, I wanted for things to be better in my personal life immediately. Like I wanted, I wanted to, to fix the problems like fast. I didn't want to wait, you know? Um, but now that I know that if I will wait and be patient and do things slowly in the right way, that I'm happier in the long run. So I guess that's what I would tell my January 2020 self is just slow down and be patient and you'll be fine. So what about you? What would you tell your 2020 self from January? Okay. So I would tell her two things. I would tell her, first of all, 
don't read the news all the time. Like, just slow down and step away from the news. It's not going to help you to feel better about things, to know all of the different data points and whatever. So stop reading the news so much and stop driving yourself nuts. And then also hug people and get together more in those first two months before the coronavirus stuff happened because you're not going to be able to. Like, I feel like I said no to so many appointments and meetings and, you know, meetups and that kind of thing that I should have just gone to. Yeah, I know. I wish you had come to the Chicago Planner Conference. Um, because that was like the last time that we were really able to travel. And um, yeah. that was such a wonderful experience. And it would have been so great if I had had you there with me. Um, and that's a great conference. And I hope that we can get to that conference, the two of us, when it comes back, when this is all over with. Um, you know, but I understand that even when I was packing to leave for Chicago, y'all, Caitlin was telling me, Leanne, the coronavirus is out there. Like, you have to. Right? Like, I can't believe you're getting on an airplane. Like, and I kept saying, oh, pish posh. No, no, it's fine. Like, I'm And fine. I was even saying, I was like, I'm not getting on a plane for Go Wild. No way. No way. And, and she, she was, was like, like, I will drive. get on this plane with me. <laughs> she's like, I will drive 14 hours to Go Wild. And I'm like, you are crazy. Just get on yeah. the airplane. And, you know, she believed in it long before I did. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so even when I was, like, packing to leave, she was like, I don't know if you should do that. Right. Um. <laughs> but um but yeah so I I get I get what you're saying um but yeah I love what you said too about the news yeah because um, I literally like I was refreshing the numbers and the countdowns literally every 10 minutes like you know when you're expecting a package and you're refreshing the tracking like every five minutes because you're so excited that is what I was doing with these coronavirus numbers when it first came out like when oh. it first happened I know you were making yourself crazy. I really was. And like anytime they were like, oh my gosh, you're, it's now in this state and it's now in this state and China's on lockdown. And I was like, oh my gosh, are we living? I am legend right now. Like, yeah, I cannot. Yeah. But see, it was so good for me because I don't read the news. I quit reading yeah. the news in November of 2016. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> that is when I said, okay, well, I'm throwing up my hands. Um, I don't want to know any of this bad stuff anymore. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. um, you know, the only way that I got news was you. Mm-hmm. I am, I am next. I'm going to try. Okay. Do it. Um, oh, this is a good one. How are you different than a year ago? Oh, dang. How am I different? I think that... Um, kind of circling back to like having my family home. I think that I'm like, this sounds like I'm such a terrible person, but really you guys, I'm just such an introvert that I thrive on my alone time. And so I think that I realized how awesome it is to really have like my husband and my kids home and especially, especially my husband, like, of course I love that I have my kids home, but I also feel like they probably need to be at school a little bit more than they are, but I really, really enjoy having Brian home. And if we can make him a stay-at-home dad, like, I am all for that. And I used to never be like that. I used to be like, when are you going to work? Like, when are you getting out of here? What are you doing? Like, why are you still here? And now I feel like our relationship is the best that it's ever been with him home. And I literally want him to never leave our house again. (laughs) 
<laughs> right. Well, he's been a really good partner through all of this. He really has. And, like, I could not be doing my virtual teaching and, like, all of the intense stuff that I'm doing this year without his help and support. So. Right. Um, and, you yeah. know, I think I think that that's something. Um, how are you different than a year ago? Oh, my gosh. How am I not different than a year ago? Right. <laughs> exactly. Um, you know, I mean, I still weigh the same, so right. that didn't change. I wear a bra less. Does that count? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that um, I, well, first of all, I have seen, you know, since the pandemic hit and we all went home or stayed home or well your life pretty much stayed the same but yeah um, <laughs> except my nail lady oh, my oh I know I know that is how you've changed you do your own nails now see if yeah. I want to take it super yeah. superficial then uh, um that's how Caitlin has changed she does her own nails um but no I've watched you know how you guys have helped each other through this and yeah you know I I know that just even when it comes to us making the show gradually your family has become more and more accustomed to you needing your time to record. Mm-hmm. I mean, they might be in here like trying to get me to go upstairs <laughs> the time, but <laughs> it's fine. Right. But, but they're kind of getting used to it. Um, uh-huh. I, I don't know how to answer how am I different a year? I mean, I'm, I, I, I only I have my like kids. Whole new Leanne. I feel I, like you're like yeah. Leanne B two. <laughs> you're like yes. we're now on version two. You got a system upgrade. Yeah, I mean, like there's there's some things. I mean, like I'm not gonna get like super detailed into the actual events that you know have gone down in my personal right. life over the past few months. But you know, I have done a lot of things that were brave. Hmm. Um. You know, it is difficult to put yourself back on the dating scene after 17 years of being away from it. Yeah, I um, bet. Oh, my gosh. I can't even imagine. And getting on these, like, apps and stuff, like, I <laughs> I feel yeah. like I would be, like, the most awkward panda. Like, I would come right out and be like, so, what are your life goals? Here's my life goals. <laughs> this is what I want for the next 10 years. <laughs> would you like are, to be a part what, of this what are we like are, are you my boyfriend <laughs> <laughs> decide this right now yes yeah. it's only date two but you need to know do you want um, to have children yes or no <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so we just met um would you like to marry me thanks yeah um because <laughs> i'm in kind of a hurry okay like i have things to do I need to put i'm this not in my getting planner. any younger <laughs> um, put it in my planner. but that's where I had to learn to be patient mm-hmm. you know I can't just hop on some app and just like bam <laughs> husband replaced um, <laughs> you know it doesn't work like that like I I need to and I needed to learn how to be by myself and you know and, and I wouldn't say that I've mastered that but I'm better at it mm-hmm. um and um you know I think yeah, I'm totally different than I was last year. I'm I'm way braver and I like myself a lot better. Yeah. So I yeah, I love that. I love that answer for you. I think that all of those things are true. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um so because I I always tell my students like you are not failing, your failure isn't just an opportunity to learn. I want to know how did you fail this year? Um I would like to be healthier physically. Mhm. 
And I feel like at the end of every year, I kind of make the decision like, okay, next year is going to be the year that I really take hold of my health. And I did not do that this year. Mm -hmm. And that is how I feel like I failed is that, you know, I had the opportunity, you know, given all this time to be by myself to like really work on my health. And I have just not. And there's been a lot of reasons, you know, for why Mm -hmm. that didn't happen this year. And we all have our own, you know, reasons. Um, But that's, I think that I failed myself that way, that this, the Mm -hmm. 2021, you know, it's, it's time for me to, I mean, like, I'm going to be 40 soon. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to go into my forties with potential health battles. Right. Um, So, you know, I'm taking, I want for, I when people say, oh, 2021 is going to be my year, I, I don't I don't want to make some kind of grand sweeping statement like that. Like, I don't want to put too much pressure on it. OK, I mean, yeah. Think about mm-hmm. how much pressure we put on 2020. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I mean, <sighs> 2020 buckled under the pressure at every turn. Right. And, and <laughs> it just could not just could not take the heat. So but no. we all did because it was like, OK, so. The year is 2020. It's going to be everybody's year. And we were all so excited. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So there's lots of failures. We all have things that we thought we were going to do. I was going to travel all year long. Yeah. Um, is that a failure? No. I but, mean, it's not in your control. But it's something that I made a goal. I set a goal at the beginning of the year and I did not achieve that. So it's mm-hmm. just kind of like, do we call that a failure or not? I don't know. But um, so how have you failed? So I would say that I failed by not taking care of myself, not necessarily like health wise, because I feel like I'm like getting out there and I'm being pretty active and stuff, but I'm trying to basically like care for everyone else, including their feelings and emotions and everything before I care for myself. Um, So like I'm up till, I don't know, 11 or 12, like cleaning sometimes or I will do the things that I want to do, like make a YouTube video super early. um, And I'm really sacrificing a lot of sleep to do that. Um, I'm I'm taking a lot on a lot at work, I think, because we are in a new platform. And I feel like, you know, that's kind of my job is to help out. And that's probably, you know, the Enneagram 2 in me, you know, seeking through. Um, But I feel like I've taken care of everyone else that like, I will just get to these points where I will just snap and then like I, you know, I'm angry and then, you know, it's just, it's a bad situation. So I really need to work on my self-care more in 2021. Yeah. And I hope you will. Yeah. Like I need to learn how to take a nap at the very least. (laughs) Yes. I mean, you know, if you only set one goal, it's like I can sleep for an hour in the afternoon. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You know, just because really... I I had planned to take better care of myself this year, too. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting how the things that happen around us mm-hmm. as parents, we are trying to, like, shield our children from things mm-hmm. and make things easier for them. And we can forget about ourselves doing that. Right. Well, and even, like, I know that my parents have been having a really hard time with the pandemic and, like, they want to see us more. And so I'm, like, trying to, like, smooth that over all the time. And then I'm constantly trying to take care of, you know, what Brian needs help with, which I I enjoy a lot of those things. But I do feel like I take on like what other people ask of me more than like what I would want to do just myself. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think so, too. 
Um, and I don't say that like out of anything but love. Oh, I mean, sure. Just, yeah, I get it. You know, just seeing you from an outsider's perspective. I mean, you do. And I'm not trying to like slam Brian. Like we no, 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 no. Hey, yeah. and look, we've taken it easy on Brian the last we, few episodes. <laughs> we have. We have given him all the credit. Yes. Like we I mean, know he that, bought me new diamonds. So like. <laughs> yes, we know that Brian rocks. Okay. This is not. Yeah. But, you know, you are the glue. Like you keep mm-hmm. everything working. Which I you feel know? like is the role of a lot of, like, moms in, in families. Like, especially in mom and dad style families. Yeah. And, you know, I, I can see that from an from a outsider's perspective that, mm-hmm. you know, you, you hold everything together. Um, but it's not like what you have going on would be possible without him. It's true. Exactly. And, like, I feel like it's almost, like, just part of the parenting game that I have to do, like, YouTube and Instagram, like, later at night or earlier in the morning because that's, like, that's when I have time away from my kids. I mean, I could, like, in the afternoon say, hey, Brian, I'm going to go downstairs for a couple hours and film. But the whole time I would be like, well, my kids are awake and I'm really, like, sacrificing time with them. So I think it's more of, like, a me thing (laughs) that I want to be with my family when they're awake than yeah. like a, a you know a shortfall on my partner's shoulders. Yes, yes, for sure. Uh, okay, so my next question for you. Okay. Is what was the best decision you made? Ooh, the best decision I made. The best decision I made was to um, wear a mask and stay away from people. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. And, um, you know, I am fully aware that wearing my mask Mm -hmm. is not going to keep me from getting the virus, that wearing the mask is for other people. Um, But I agree that I stayed away from people mostly. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, and and I'm probably on the more extreme side of things. Like, I basically don't see anyone unless I absolutely have to. Like we, oh my gosh, and I haven't even told you this yet, Leanne, but our furnace is needing to be serviced because one of my lovely children dropped something down the main vent, and when we turned it on last, it smelled like burning plastic. Super cool. So now I'm going to have to have somebody in my house, which is freaking me out so much. I'm trying to like, I don't know, basically wrap the area in bubble wrap, but like to that end, like I don't even go in a grocery store. I've only been in a craft store like one or two times. I'm doing curbside pickup, but I feel like that is the best decision for me because I think um, about the potential lives that I had a hand in potentially saving. Like, yeah, I don't know. I I don't know yeah. if I've been, ever been exposed to the virus. I don't know if I've ever, you know, I don't know what what that was for me. So I want to be as careful as I can, not only for myself to not get sick, but really to protect those who who are more vulnerable than me. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So um, that's and, the best decision I made. This year. Yes. So <laughs> to wear and a when I stay away from people. Yeah, and when you look back on our year and think about you know, we went, everybody went home kind of mid-March and went inside mm-hmm. and that was kind of when everything went down. Mm-hmm. Um, we have made it to December without right. getting the coronavirus, Caitlin. Yes. I mean, that we know of. That we know of. Yes. I mean, who knows? I could have had it and never known it. Um, right. Yeah, but, we could. We could have already had it. Yeah. So, but I'm just saying like, I, I feel like that, you know, we have fared fairly well. Mm-hmm. Um, the best decision that I made this year was to accept my situation. 
Okay, but yeah, that, I know that was really hard for you. Yeah, and I had to make that decision. Like that mm. had to be a conscious decision. And, you know, I know that there are people that want to get like super overly positive and say we have to choose happiness and, you know, you have to choose to be happy and you have to, you know, happiness comes from within and, it, it, you know, nobody can take away your happiness, whatever. I know that we mm-hmm. say those things all the time, but I really did have to say, okay, this is my situation. This is my life. There's nothing that I can do about it. Like he's not coming home. Mm-hmm. Um, I can sit here and cry for a few more weeks or I can get up and start changing my life. Exactly. And you are the only one that's in control of your reaction. Yes. So I had to make that decision that there was nothing that I could do. This is life now. Um, and I'm going to accept it and make the most of it. Mm-hmm. So that's the decision that I feel like was my best one this year was to choose to choose. I chose life. Like I chose to continue to live instead of just letting myself, because it would have been very easy to just give in to depression and sadness and just go away. Yeah, um, absolutely. But, but I, you know, I didn't do that. So mm-hmm. anyway, there's my answer. Yeah. Well, I feel like that's really good. And like, I, I actually saw that evolution happen, like kind of behind the scenes, you guys. And I just have to say that I know that a lot of folks out there are in, you know, um, divorced families or separated families or whatever. But I do have to say, like, watching Leanne go on that journey, like, you're one of the strongest MFers <laughs> I have ever <laughs> met in my entire life. So, love oh. to you doing that during a freaking pandemic. Like, you're amazing. I, I don't feel strong, okay? I, I really don't. Um, you know, when Andy left Christmas morning with the children to take them to his parents to have Christmas Day, mm-hmm. I cried for, like, 30 minutes after they left. But I mean, like, that's, that's part of processing and like, you know, doing the healthy thing. I think the less strong option would be to like bottle it up and be like, nope, I'm fine. Everything's fine. This is great. This this is fine. You know, I I let every tear come out. Like I just, that's what I love the most. I think about being alone in my house Mm -hmm. is that I can just loud, ugly cry and nobody knows about it. Mm-hmm. Totally. And that's so therapeutic to not bottle things up and to not, and to just like really feel it. And, you know, then after I had my good cry, I watched a couple episodes of Grey's Anatomy and then I took a really, really, really long nap and I woke up and ordered some Chinese food. So it was like, I had a lovely Christmas day and I just kind of made the decision, you know, yes, this is not, this is your situation. He's got the kids. That's the way it is. You're going to... Yeah. Yeah, so I had a lovely Christmas day, all with myself. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. So you know it was fine. Um, but anyway, so what do you have next? What do you? Where are you going okay, next on so this list? So let's go. Let's crank up the positivity here. How did you have fun in 2020? Um. Well, <laughs> take your time. Feel free to think about it because it's a hard one. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, there's. There were there's certain ways that I had fun in 2021. I mean, uh-huh. 2020. Wait, what year yes. is it? I'm already I, I'm <laughs> already done. I I'm know because done. we flipped the pages in our planner. Like we're all just ready to be there. Yeah. Um. So how did I have fun? I met new people. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's put it that yeah, way. I, yeah. <laughs> yes. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Don't you like that? I, I like love that. that. Uh-huh. I branched out. I was brave. I met new people, and I've met a lot of really cool great people, some of which I'll never see again. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and, you know, and then some who have maintained a, you know, larger position in my life. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's, that's, that's how I had fun. I, I met new people. I made new friends. How did yeah. you have fun? Okay. So I had fun by being more creative. And so like for our social things, of course we had to be more creative and like work around that. So I felt like that was really fun for me. Um, I feel like it made me more present in the activities that we were doing rather than like just sitting down and going out to dinner or something. We really had to get creative about like what a pandemic birthday party looked like or what, you know, Halloween looked like in the pandemic and, and all of that. And I feel like that creativity was really fun. And then also like as far as creativity, I stayed in my planner for most of the time. I mean, I took took a couple of weeks off, but um, I stayed in my planners a lot. And I feel like that was like my saving grace. Like I've been using my same teacher planner since September Um, I've been using like a new dashboard layout, which has helped me feel really creative. And I feel like I've really like dug in deep in like the Instagram community. Um, so I feel like just getting creative and like staying creative has really helped me to keep the fun in my life this year. Yes. And you have done so much. Like (laughs) I'm really trying. You have done so much. You, um, have managed this year to still have an active YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even if you take a few weeks off here or there, you always come back. Mm-hmm. Um, and to have been in the same teacher planner since September, that's got to be a record for you. Yeah, I know. I love that farmhouse teacher planner. Like, give me the neutral teacher planner. I am obsessed with it. Yeah, that has, seriously, y'all, I have never known Caitlin to stay. I mean, September, that's like four months, three months. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, the planner started in August, technically, but I didn't write anything in there because I didn't have any lessons to plan in August. Yeah, but no, that's that's very impressive. So, yeah. Um, um, so let me see. That was your question. That was. Let me find one. Oh, my goodness. Um, what did you leave unfinished? Oh, what did I leave unfinished? Okay, so many things. Uh, the money that I have deposited to go wild feels unfinished. <laughs> uh, but that's of no fault of mine and of no fault of theirs, no shade, nothing. I just feel like that's like a thing that like, I've been building up in my mind for quite a while. And I feel like that's, you know, something that I really have been wanting to do. And it definitely feels unfinished. Um, other things that feel unfinished, can we say like chores and housework? Like, <laughs> I have done fewer chores this year than I think I have ever done in my life. Um, which is, it's a shame. I really need to get back on that. And that's one of my goals for 2021, but that is definitely unfinished. And then I don't know, there's, there's some tension happening with some of my outside family. And so those things feel a little bit unfinished, but I think that's, I think that's probably about it. I think most things in 2020 feel unfinished for a lot of people because, we just put on the brakes and then never went back. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I admire these people who have taken this time in the pandemic to organize their home. Oh, my gosh, right? I had every intention of doing the same. But then, yeah. mm-hmm. no, I feel like I got in my head a lot. And then, I don't know, I almost felt like I got depressed for a little while. Yeah, I. I that's what I've left unfinished is my house. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, my house is like an afterthought most of the time. And, Same. you know, I, I, 
I really do believe in living your life and not being so hung up all the time on, did I vacuum? Did I dust? Did I do this? Mm-hmm. Did I do that? Thanks. You know, and really being present in your life and being with your family and all those right. things. And, and I feel know, like it's so hard to clean up, like when you have most of your family home, if not all of them, because I feel like if I clean up one thing or declutter one space, then someone else is going behind me and like dropping toys or like some I, I just feel like it's almost like a wasted effort like I feel like I'm doing the bare minimum of things to actually make them clean but I'm not doing a lot of the like daily pickup yeah and see I feel like I'm doing the other way around I mm-hmm. feel like I do the little daily pickup all the time like trying to maintain like a like the semblance of no clutter um but what I need to do is vacuum and dust and like clean the toilet you know what mm-hmm. I mean yeah. So, um, but when I say my house is unfinished, what I mean is there's rooms that need to be cleaned out. There's rooms right. that, that, that there's closets that need to be cleaned. There's drawers that are filled with stuff that we don't need. Exactly. Um, We're know, the same way. Of, We're like buried under stuff right now. Yes. And I feel like it's crushing me. And to go into 2021 and try to start fresh, I can't get my house cleaned out before the end of 2020. Right. Like it's just going to have to be unfinished. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm going to have to take, you know, my goal setting tools and yeah. take it into 2021 and um, clean out the house. And that's mm-hmm. just something that has to be done. But that's what's unfinished for me is that my house is a disaster. And yeah. from the if you were to come over to my house and just walk in and just see the downstairs, mm-hmm. you'd be like, oh, she's kind of got it together. But no, there are rooms that you can't <laughs> go in. There's there's closets yes. that you can't look at. There's exactly. drawers I would rather you not open. Yeah. yeah so mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I do the same thing. My laundry room, like, do, do not go in there right now. Like, no, <laughs> do not. No. Uh, Caitlin, I've cleaned out the laundry room three times this Me year. Me too. It is the one you remember when I, I did the big clean out over the summer, I, and I was like, I know about it. Yeah, but it's just that is the one room that I cannot maintain. I know, and I feel like what needs to happen is I need to go through all of the kids' clothes because I feel like I'm rewashing things for Harrison that are like a two T or Delilah that are like a size child's eight, and she's like a size women's medium now. Yeah, so I need yeah. To there's go through. And get There's rid of stuff, stuff because, yes. yeah, because I feel like laundry would be so much simpler if I didn't have that smaller stuff hanging around still. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Okay, so why don't you ask me one more 2020 okay. question? We'll answer one more 2020 question, and then we'll do a couple of 2021s before we okay. wrap up. Here we go. This is a good one to end on. What are you thankful for this year? Um, I am thankful to be alive. Word. Yes. And I say that not because of coronavirus, but because of depression and mental illness. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that there was ever a time this year where I was really at risk. Mm-hmm. But things got really dark. Yeah. And I can completely understand people that are in so much pain that it gets to the point of no return. Mm-hmm. And I just am thankful for my support system. Yep. Um, for you and for my parents and Aww. for like my friend Allison and my friend Christine and just, you know, all the people in my life that, you know, rallied around me to make sure that I didn't like sink into the abyss. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's what I'm thankful for is just to be alive and for the people in my life that, you know, hold me up. Oh, well, um, that's very sweet. Yeah. So what about you? What are you thankful for? So I'm actually thankful to all of the things that I have learned this year. So. I'm thinking about also some of the like social justice things like the Black Lives Matter movement and like what, um, you know, just more of like what's going on for different 
communities, not only in my own country, but like a kind of across the globe, I feel like I was aware, but I don't feel like I was really actively learning and listening like I should have been for a long time. And I feel like learning this year has been like a big thing because we've all just been home, you know, so we've been learning a lot and like talking to different people and listening to different things. And I just feel like that has been something that has really like affected my life and like made me almost an entirely different person. So that's what I'm thankful for. Yeah, I think, um, I mean, gosh, yes, we have both learned so much this year together Mm -hmm. as a team. Right. And we Um, thought that we were like pretty, you know, like up on the current events and like we were supportive of all the communities. But I realized like how much my own, um, you know, my own personal biases and my own, you know, upbringing and things really played a part in like, you know, you know, just my life. So I'm I'm really thankful to have learned more about that and to continue moving forward to support um, my friends in the best way that I can. Yeah. And um, I will just piggyback that and move into 2021 and just ask you for right out. What is your intention for next year? Do you have like a, like a plan or a goal? What is your intention for next year? Well, my intention, I suppose is to, I don't know. um, My intention for 2021. So right now it's really to get organized and to like simplify things in my life and all of that. So I, my goal is to write in my planners at least once a day, um, rather than trying to like rush through that process, because I feel like I really want to use them to help me stay organized. I want to be like on track with cleaning and cooking and have all of that on a schedule, because I feel like now we have kind of settled into a routine here with like Delilah in virtual school and that kind of stuff. So I feel like now it's time to like tighten up the routines. And then also, Um, I guess my other intention is to still keep wearing a mask (laughs) and still stay socially distanced and still to keep listening and actively learning. So those are my intentions for 2021. Perfect. Um, My intention for 2021 is to live instead of survive. Ooh, yes. I feel like that's like kind of what I was, where I was going. Yeah. Like I don't want to feel like every day, like, oh my gosh, I just barely got my pants on this morning and got out the door. Like, (laughs) You know, like I I want to and being more organized will definitely play a huge role in that um, Uh because I think that the the chaos in my life, like when it's time to go somewhere and I have to like scan through all the different piles of clothes in my mind, like where might that shirt be? Yes. You know, I feel like I make stress for myself that's unnecessary. And if, and that if I would organize that I would be more capable of living instead of surviving. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh my gosh. Yes, girl, you are preaching to the choir. I hear you. So, and you know, whether or not that, that requires me to be more active in my planners um, or to just, I mean, you and I are just going to have to help each other and mm-hmm. encourage each other to, you know, meet, meet the goals that we have because being more organized will simplify life and make things less stressful and make it more possible to not feel like I'm drowning all the time. Exactly. Absolutely. Um, because, you know, yes, I did kind of go through Christmas with the idea of survival. Yeah, I really did, too. Um, And I feel like I, like, quit using my planner basically in December. I was like, nope, I am not doing that. And now I feel like I'm just, like, 
what is happening? Like this morning before we started recording, I texted Leanne. I was like, what day and time are we recording? And she's like, yeah, um, in about 30 minutes. <laughs> and I was like, oh, it's going to be a late day for Kayla's. Because she didn't even know. But I mean, like there's you know, things like that. Yeah. You know, and it's it's kind of like the the week that we recorded with Cindy. Yeah. I looked forward to that and was nervous about it all week. But then the day that it happened, I didn't know what time we were recording. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I was just you a know? mess. Like, what is wrong with me? Like, why I should when I wake up in the morning, I should know what my day holds. Exactly. And mm-hmm. there's just at 38 years old, there's no excuse for me to not know when I wake up in the morning that we're recording at 11 instead of nine. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, I just I need to I need to grow up and get my ish together and you know stop being so scattered all the time Mm-hmm. me too yeah I feel like mm-hmm. I need to also stop that and like really just like clean up my space and clean up like where you know we, I feel like with a person with anxiety I feel like we avoid a lot of tasks but then like once I do them and once I'm I have like a clean you know peaceful space to be in I feel like that makes me feel so much better so I just really need to focus on that yeah, and I have learned that my surroundings definitely um, have, you know, play a part in my mental health. Mm-hmm. And I think that if I didn't always feel like that I was dying under the weight of my house. Yeah. Um, you know, that it might be, that things might be easier, but I, that's easily remedied. I just need exactly. to clean it out. I just need right. to get up and do it. So. And for some of the things, I need to stop, like, trying to keep them and, like, rework things. And I just need to throw it out and start again. Like... Oh my gosh, we have these towels that we've had basically since we got married. (laughs) And I feel like I just need to throw them out and like get fresh brand new towels and just, you know, (laughs) just like the little things like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just and and see, and that that goes that that answers back to self-care, too. Yeah, exactly. Because you deserve to have a nice towel, Caitlin. Yeah, I need like a bath sheet. Like I've seen those, yeah. and I oh I my gosh, <laughs> yeah, I need like a king size bath sheet. Right, like can I get like a bath comforter? Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a bath comforter. I want to be able to burrito my entire body into this multiple can times. I get a bath swaddle blanket. Yeah, uh huh. I don't want a robe. I no. just want you to swaddle me when I get out of the shower. That's right. Brian, you just call for Brian. Brian, can you come swaddle me in my bath comforter? No, because then he would get all handsy and hot and bothered. No. Oh, yeah, <laughs> he can't no, you come can't... in there when I'm trying to wrap up in a towel. You can't be around him when you don't have your, your shirt on. I know. No, that's like signal for go time. He's not a lingerie <laughs> guy. This is oversharing right now. Overshare corner with Caitlin. Uh... He's not a lingerie guy. But if I, like, crawl into the bed with nothing on, that's like, okay, all right. Uh, Okay, I'm going to hop on now. That's Um, right. (laughs) Okay, so um, moving on. Pick, yes, pick a a question for 2021. What are you going to say no to this year? (laughs) (gasps) What will I say no to? Um, Well, I think I started with Christmas. Like I've already started kind of like setting boundaries mm-hmm. because, you know, Andy did come and spend Christmas Eve at the house, but he asked me multiple times to please come over to his parents' house for Christmas day. Mm-hmm. And I said, no. And Ooh. I think that instead of saying specifically, what will I say no to? It's going to be more vague. My answer, I'm going to say no to things that I can tell don't feel right to me in my gut. Mm-hmm. 
um, you know, I am going to say no to things that will not be beneficial to my mental health. Yes. And that means that every decision that I make, I'm going to have to think about, you know, is this going to be good for me or not? And, um, you know, that's a good place to be. Like that's a, mm-hmm. that awareness is good to have. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I love that. Yeah. What will you say no to? So I'm going to say no to anything I don't want to do this next year. I, I mean, yes. outside, of, outside of my children, because that's a non-negotiable, like, right. right. That's the unconditional love situation, but right. anything that I don't want to do that someone asks me, I feel like I am the yes person. I have always been the yes person. And I feel like I pay for that later. But again, I'm getting to that age where I can't keep having that amount of stress and I can't, you know, it's, it's going to really start affecting my health and I don't want to have a heart attack when I'm 40, you know? Um, and so I'm going to start saying no to the things that I don't want to do, whether that's dinners with my parents, if I'm not feeling like it, if I've had a hard day and I don't want to, they can, they can come over to my house (laughs) or, um, I might start saying no to helping Brian with a project here and there because I do love helping him and I do love the projects that we were doing. I mean, we just built a really cool shed in the backyard, but I also feel like at the same time I do sacrifice some of my own personal well-being to say yes to helping all the time. So I'm going to start saying no to anything that I don't want to do. Good. Good. And I, I feel like yeah. that's a lot easier said than done. So it'll be a process. So if you see me out here it, saying yes to things that I don't want to do, it's going to be a process. It is hard. Um, and I, it's funny because I feel like I made that decision a while back. Mm-hmm. Like, um, yeah, if this is not like bring me joy, then I'm not doing it. Right. Um, and, you know, I, I think that one of the places in my life where saying no has been beneficial to me is actually my job. Because we work the kind of jobs as teachers where you can take on a lot of outside responsibility that doesn't have anything to do with your classroom mm-hmm. um, that can kind of overwhelm you. Yes. And I, especially like I have seen this in my coworkers where they are, you know, they're sponsoring too many clubs or they've signed up for too many committees or. Ooh, I already said no to that. Some kids were asking me to sponsor a club and I was like, mm, no, but here's no. a teacher who would love to. Yeah. And, you know, there comes a time where even at your job where you're trying to do your best, you have to say no to that kind of stuff because you can take on too much. Right. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. um, All right. So I'm going to ask you one more and then you ask me one more and then we're going to wrap up because. um, All right. Perfect. Yeah. Because I just got a text from my husband uh, actually about that shed. (laughs) We need to finish up. (laughs) Okay. So here's what I want to ask you. Um, Okay. How will you make next year matter? Ooh, how will I make next year matter? Well, I feel like I'm going to go into 2021 with more intention, intentionality, intentionalism, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> um, I'm, gonna be, I'm going to be more intentional in 2021. So whether that's, um, you know, the products that I purchase and the companies that I buy from, whether that's the foods that I consume and put into my body, um, whether that's the time that I put out for my children, um, the, the time that I give to myself, the ways uh, that my actions can affect other communities. I feel like I'm just going to be more intentional and really like take a step back before I act, I feel like, and kind of take things a little bit more slowly. So I think that's how I'm going to make things matter in 2021. Perfect. I think that the way I'm going to make things matter is um, I am going to say no to things, but I'm going to say yes to my children. 
Like, I'm going to say yes to them when they want to play a video game with me or yeah. if they want to get out a board game or if Hannah wants to play with her American Girl dolls with me or, mm-hmm. you know, like whatever. I, I'm going to, when they're with me and we're not in the middle of like doing our virtual school or, you know, one of the things, if we're doing, if we're just hanging out together, I'm going to make it like my intention to um, show them that they are a priority. Absolutely. Yeah. I feel like that is something that in my head I really want to do. But when we are like inside or, you know, not doing an activity, I feel like I'm almost like just desperately trying to recharge. And so, I don't know, like I also want to do that, but it's just so hard right now while they're always here. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I know what you mean. And because I only have mine every other week. Right. um, My goal is to like make plans for what I'm going to do with them during the Mm -hmm. weeks that I have them. So oh, that, you know, sweet. yeah, I want for them to look at 2021 in a different way than they did 2020. That's perfect. I love yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Last Let's one. Do last one. Okay. Here we go. Let's talk about work a little bit. What career opportunities do you want to create for yourself? Um, well, I think I'm going to change schools. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I have been at my current school for 11 going on 12 years. And I think it's time to make a change. I always thought that maybe I would retire from that school and I would just stay mm-hmm. there until I was done teaching. Yeah. Um, but I think it's time for a change. And I mean, if is that a career opportunity? That's what that's my goal. That's what I'm going to try to do. Yeah. I am hoping to find a different school where I can branch out and try something different. Yeah, I love that. I think that's great. And I think that is a career opportunity. You know, you never know like what is going to be a good fit until you try. Um, And you never know like how bad of a fit something is until you get into that perfect right fit in your career. And I mean, not to say that everything has to be this perfect magical moment in careers, because we all know that sometimes work is work. But I, I don't know, even though like sometimes I have a hard time at my job, I feel like my school is literally the perfect fit for me. So yeah. I think it is yeah. too. Yeah. And okay, you know, so, it's oh, possible ahead. that I may find myself at a virtual school. I don't know. Yeah. That'd be so cool. Although mm-hmm. you've had both negative and positive experiences with working from home. So yes, we will see. Mm-hmm. We will see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. So mine is kind of twofold. Um, so mine is like my personal career opportunities. So like YouTube, Instagram, that kind of thing. Um, so my goals there are to continue to connect with people in the planner community because feel like I did such a crap job of that last year. I wasn't very good at answering comments. I didn't do a lot of like interacting with people on posts. And I just want to really get to know not only the people who follow me, but just the people in our community. Because even when we were looking at folks who were selected for the squad, half of them I didn't even know. And I felt like that was really sad to me that these people were, you know, so influential in the community and I didn't even know who they were. And so... That is something that I want to focus on. And then as far as work, I really want to um, create more time in my day by completely having my full year for the 2020 to 2021 school year planned out during the summer. I want to have that set and ready to go so that I'm not here like trying to create a Canvas page on Sunday night, you know, when I'm supposed to be ready on Monday. And I just want to, I just want to be more... I want to be more organized and I just want to be more, um, you know, I just want to be ready. I just want to feel more ready next year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that goes back to um, 
living instead of surviving. Exactly. Yep. Mm -hmm. And I know that like, you know, don't come for me teachers. I know we don't work in the summer or whatever, but like, I feel like taking that time over the summer is going to like give me back more time in, in the school year where I can be more intentional with my family, where I'm not like lesson planning until midnight or whatever. And, you know, not that I mind those things because I, I am aware that those things come with my job. And I also put a lot out as a teacher. I pride myself on being really creative and like, I want these like beautiful lessons that are super engaging, but I feel like if I put that time out in the summer, I can still have those things and then work really just like my eight to five, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a great goal. I love that. Yeah. That's my goal for, for 2021. You You can do it. Yeah. Here we go. We got this. Buckle up. We got this y'all. So, um, yeah, this being the day after Christmas, we're going to cut this recording off. Um, it's not going to be the longest episode, but, you know, you guys had a big, long two and a half hour, long, you know, Cindy episode last week. And um, yep. next and week, next Monday, it's going to be probably a lot longer because we have some bonus people like we have. a yes. We have an extra person. Yes, we're going to there's going to be four of us next week. Next yeah. week, we have planners and wine on the Yay! show because we're talking and, to other podcasts in the community. Yes, and we are very excited and just thrilled and honored to have them on our show and that is mm. what you have to look forward to next week. Um we'll try yep. to come up with a fun New Year's um mini so topic for you this week, so be on the lookout for that. Mm-hmm. And um you know, I have to say we did it, Caitlin, like we did we, it. We did I it. Even like have we have a little boy in the background who's been so good. Yeah, and we have made it through 2021 and we've made it through this episode and every episode is like a little mini miracle. I um, know. And I can't so, like I feel like someone <laughs> was in our DM saying something like that like they can't believe that we've consistently made episodes. So we also appreciate that you guys have noticed that and love these as well. Yes. And and if there's anything that I'm thankful for from 2020, it is our listeners. I love you guys. And um, yeah. um, we do this for you and we're happy to do it. And um, everyone have a beautiful, wonderful week. Yep. And, and you're um, welcome. We'll see- yes, you're welcome <laughs> for this. Um, all of this inside information about us That's that maybe right. we didn't really care to know. Right. TMI um, corner, you know, it happens. Yes. So um, y'all have a beautiful week and um, we'll talk to you in the next one. Bye, friends. Bye.